welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today is going to be a little quick-hitting episode, uh, more informational than anything else. Um, today, I just wanted to cover Hidden Barn and Jackie's Eye Can and the whole, I guess, joint venture between her and Royce Neely, Nate Weiniger, and Matt Danker with uh, 5280 Whiskey Society. So, um and, and I guess I just kind of give my humble opinion on on where that leaves Old Forester with her leaving that role as Master Taster and the MTS series and the 117s and all that type of stuff. So I've been on vacation, um, so uh, I, I didn't really get a chance to get out and talk a whole bunch about this, but uh, just wanted to kind of give my humble thoughts on it. And I'd love to get them on the show to kind of get a little bit of insight on where they're going to take Hidden Barn and, and all those type of things. Uh, but uh, here it goes. So, um, first part, Old Forester, where do they stand um, after, you know, Jackie's departure? I, I think Old Forester's going to be fine. Um, you know, I'm, I am anxious to see who's going to take over that role and uh, how that's going to impact, you know, the MTS series or will they do something different? Um, you know, branding is everything and, and Old Forester is an, uh, an extremely old brand and, and they've got a whole lot of leverage in our area and, and they do a fantastic job. Um they will surely miss that Jackie, though. I mean, I, I think her her talent level and skill and and what she brought to the company um, and, and and the amount of respect that the people in 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 my part of the bourbon community really really um, see her as being one of the elites um, in that master taster role. Um, so, I, but I do think Old Forster will be completely fine. I'm I am anxious to see you know who takes over that position um, and and where that leads them. Um, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I, I almost am excited to see if maybe they find another, you know, young lady to kind of come in and step and take that role. You know, you had Marianne Barnes there for a while, um, then Jackie came in. So, um, I'm anxious to see if they find, uh, or, you know, pluck another person out to, uh, kind of take over that role. Now on to Hidden Barn Whiskey, something, um, I'm super, super excited about for one, um, Royce Neely. Royce is a fantastic distiller. I've drank plenty of their juice he does a fantastic job um and i do know that they are sourcing some barrels at least that's the that's the information that i'm gathering based off the conversations that uh jackie has kind of said about the first batch that they did even though i thought it originally was all coming from uh, royce's backstock at neely um but royce is a fantastic distiller he's got a great palate as well and um you know, they're doing great things out there at uh, Neely Family Distillery right now. Jackie's uh, taste buds, you know, it's all going to be different. Um, so for people, I, I don't want people to be disappointed um, because it's not Old Forester because it's, it's going to be a totally different type of juice that they're going to release. And that's the one thing I think that they're going to have to realize by by the fact that, you know, it's it, it's not Old Forester. It's not the same type of mash or anything to that nature. Um, I'm sure the mash bills are even entirely different. So it's not going to be the same. Um, but I am optimistically super excited because I think Jackie's taste buds are going to bring something unique and we'll be able to pull some things out of, uh, Royce's mash bills and, uh, whatever, um, you know, Denver <clears throat> 5280 whiskey society is bringing to the table. So, uh, Nate and, uh, Matt, you know, one is a, a financial guru. The other guy is a, a marketing and also has a great palate as well. Those guys are going to bring some fantastic um, also thought process to this whole entire, you know, experience that Hidden Barn is going to be. The story behind Hidden Barn I thought was kind of neat, you know, um, and and I, I guess the whole 
hidden barn in, in Kentucky, you had uh, bootleggers. And because of the ethanol, ethanols and all the other alcohols that come out of, you know, whenever you're making those things, it, it tends to put a black like coating on the outside of your barn. And if you've ever been by Rick houses and things like that, you'll notice that there's always that little black goo or, you know, stuff that settles on the side of the building. So what bootleggers used to do is they would get everybody in their circle to paint their barns black. So that way nobody could ever pick out their barn from another one. So, but you kind of know what's going on in that area, but you, you know, it, it just deters, I guess, uh, people from knowing who's who and what's what. So I think that's super cool. You know, the, that black fungus that grows on the side of those barns is being hidden by black paint. So I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I love the name. Um, it, it puts a puts a spin on the the heritage of uh, bourbon and whiskey and, and and how it came about in the Kentucky market and region. So uh, it's a whole lot of uh, really cool things to that nature. Um, as far as releases, they've got their first release done. Um, I think it was primarily released in Kentucky and Colorado, which makes sense because you know that's where uh, Royce is from and. And the, the fellows at 5280 are from. Um, so that kind of gives you uh, an opportunity to look at that. I'm pretty sure it's all sold out even through Sillbox and everything else because most of it, I think, was sold through Reese's store and then a handful of, I think, were released to the public. But if you see one of those bottles out there, pick it up. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be delicious. I've actually not tried it yet. I'm waiting to try it. So, uh, but uh, as soon as I do, I'll make sure that I come back out here and we put a little taster down and say, hey, this is what it's like. And, uh, you know, hopefully the, the the next set of batches will be, you know, equally as good or or different. Um, but uh, that's what I'm super excited about. Last but not least, um, I think the big story here also on top of this is, uh, you know, what does this do with the Master Taster series and the 117 series? So it, it, it was my intention, or my well, not my intention, it was my uh, my thought process that, that Jackie was the 117 series. So I do think that this does go away, which means the Whiskey Fire, I'm assuming, will be the last bottle that will be released um, under that special series, um, the 117s, because that was actually had Jackie's signature on it, and that's the first bottle that's ever left Old Forester with a woman's name on it. Um, that's a little saddening to me. Um, because I've really enjoyed those, um, in the whiskey fire bottle. Um, I've not procured one yet, um, but I'm super excited to, uh, to get one cause I did try it and it tastes fantastic. I don't have my tasting notes with me, so I can't really talk about that piece of it, but it might be my favorite of the series. It's just so good. Um, but that being said, you know, the one one sevens, I'm afraid that series will go away. I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, but I am also hoping, you know, that, whoever they bring on as the master taster that we get to try a few of their things before they would let them kind of jump right into the one, one seven series, I guess, because of the fact that you want to know what kind of quality you're getting. Um, and, and I think that's why the one, one seven series was so popular is because Jackie, you know, we, we knew what we were getting as a consumer, um, by the type of things that she was picking out for the MTS series and, you know, the great names, whether it be brown sugar or, um, I think it was pineapple, uh, burnt pineapple or something like that. And there's a few others that, you know, were just really, really good. My favorites were some of the, the 90 proofers, the, the wild cherry and the honey orchard, you know, there's just so many different things out of that master taster series that after trying them and you could just literally, you know, 
put a taste bud or a note immediately to the name on the barrel or on the bottle. So, uh, just like I said, I hope they do the 117 series. I hope that they, you know, give the new master taster a chance to kind of spread their wings, let people kind of see what they do and how they do it before they do give them that label. If that's the case, um, you know, if they don't, I understand, like I said, I think Jackie, uh, created her own kind of mini legacy there, um, at old Forester, And, you know, that's why the, I think hidden Barn's going to be a huge success. Um, on top of the fact that, you know, Royce and, and the gentleman from 5280 are, are really going to be able to pull things through. So, um, this is going to be a short episode. I was all by myself, wanted to, you know, get out a couple of opinions on this thing and let people know what Hidden Barn and the Jackie's Eye can, um, leaving Old Forester and, and what my thoughts on uh, exactly how it was going to play out in the end. So if you want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those good uh, social media mediums. Um, you can DM us through there or you can email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. This is Scott signing off on another episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk. Peace out.